This is a crypto finance podcast. We are holding internal knowledge sessions and publish selected episodes to share our know-how and experience with you. This episode by crypto broker senior trader Patrick Heuser was recorded on 13th of June 2019. While of course there are references to the current market situation at that point in time, it is mostly intended to introduce the data and the indicators that are used in the rotation report. It certainly helps to have that issue of the rotation report in front of you while listening. Hello um, and uh, welcome to the rotation report education section. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone is familiar with the report we're producing, but maybe not with the details of the content or the purpose behind the rotation report. Um, let me start first what the thinking was, why we came up with this report. Um, there is a lack of fundamental research and data or, re or data research to do some let's let's say capital allocation for a portfolio manager into different um, currencies but what simon uh, and i were thinking is there is always that sort of rotation flow between altcoins and btc or even ether and and altcoins because people go into btc and ether and then they reallocate to the the, the smaller coins they would like to invest in and we thought on a quantitative basis we can gather the data and do um, an analytic over the data to sort of give us an indication where the flow is going so that's the, um, the purpose of the rotation report and that's why it has the name rotation report and now I would like to go through the different indications we have and the, the way we mix them or put them together as, a, uh, as our view in which way the flow goes. Um, at the beginning, we basically start with like the executive summary. So we have the rotation analysis, which goes through the details we are now stepping through behind. And we have the altcoin future basis um, text, which is also the, one of the main indicators we're, we're looking at. Okay, so altcoin future basis is pretty new. Um, we haven't had that um, on the last few reports. We started last week with it. And I was sort of talking about it in market commentaries and on Twitter and on our um, Telegram chat. And all it shows is all the possible currency pairs you can trade on BitMEX and crypto facility where their perpetual is trading. And when I say where, I mean where the basis is trading, so where the perpetual price versus the index is trading in that column. And on the second one, we have the change seven days ago to today when we do the report. On the term futures, we have the different expiries. Currently, it's the June expiry, which rolls off pretty soon. And the next one, which is September for the time being. Um, sometimes those dates between the two exchanges are not the same. And then you have these overlaps or um, 
in-betweens. And here it's the same thing. So you're looking at the spot price versus the future price, hence the basis. Green, it trades in contangle. Red, it trades in backwardation. And also the seven-day change last cut versus um, the early morning when we do the report. I have talked about it quite extensively a few weeks back, what the basis means. It's no clear indication which way the market is, is, is going to go. It just gives you a sentiment of where certain bets are placed and how big those bets are placed. So the, the further away the future price is moving versus spot, there is some serious risk taking from leveraged guys to buy these coins. It has some bullish implications, but it doesn't need to necessarily mean that spot is moving to where the future price is. But it's a positioning sort of indication and it will help to, to also see when these guys are not so sure anymore that the market will move higher, then they will reduce their position and you will immediately see that on a daily or even on a, on a weekly basis when, when it comes back together. Also uh, worth to mention, there are crosses on it as well. So um, especially on BitMEX, you have lots of these altcoins versus BTC where on the um, Kraken side you have everything against dollar. Sometimes you even have double, let, let's say, carry opportunities trading Litecoin BTC um, as a basis and then even Litecoin dollar as an additional basis on top of it. Sometimes you can add, um, add up the carry. So that's the first part of um, the rotation report. Bitcoin dollar is correct to say on the June uh, expiry we have a seven day change positive whereas on the September we have a negative change yeah. over the seven days. Yeah. So then it shifted. The curvature shifted but it, that's because the June is very close to expiry. So the June will get glued to spot where the September gets all the volatility of the actual basis. Therefore, I would have expected the minus in the seven-day change of the June expiry because the closer it comes to the expiry, the difference should diminish even more. It's BCH, you, not BTC. Yeah, you would think so, but um, it, it's more driven by supply and demand. We have seen um, the front basis a few days before expiry far away from where it should be where the back-end future um, basis was less away from spot. This can also be rolls. So if people need to roll and they waited for too long, then the market maker will shift away and you pay a lot of money doing the roll. Um, by the way, tomorrow, 10.30, the new expiries will pop up on uh, BitMEX. So there will be some action tomorrow. First of all, price finding for the December contract. And second of all, uh, roll action of the last few guys getting out of June into SEP or then the debt contract. Do you think that, that influences the spot price as well? It might confuse a few retail spot guys why the market is moving on the back end and then they jump 
on certain movements, but the, the best thing is to have your extreme levels where you think you should sell or buy because the price finding can be very erratic. I mean, we have seen three to four hundred dollars swing in the first hour or the first four hours of the contract getting live just because no one is there and no one thinks about it where it actually should be. So the low volume stuff? Yes. Yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do half a million uh, contracts there. But still, there is some good money to be made to $200 swing for, for a few thousand contracts. Then the, um, the third part is, is pretty much stuff you're, um, you're probably used to look at for tradi on traditional finance newsletters. So you're just looking at the, the top 10 coins and their performance and in brackets their performance compared to last week just to get an idea of how much it has moved and when it moved 50% last week and this week it gave away 40%, it's still 10% up. So it gives you an idea of, first of all, how volatile the coin is, but second of all as well, it's not that this coin has lost 40%, it made 10% over two weeks. So it, it puts it a bit into perspective. We have the seven day close, the 90 day close and um, how far we are away from the all time high. More important though is the volatility part. It helps us a bit to quickly see which coin seems to have some action away from the pack. That one was in the spotlight and it, it's still in the spotlight. It moves quite a bit. We don't have proper volume numbers attached to it. That would help to underline the, the volatility a bit better. So BSV doesn't have much of, um, of volume, but the volatility is quite crazy. Does 58.12% that Ethereum mean that it's 58% more volatile than Bitcoin? No. It's the return volatility per day. What does that mean? It's how much the return on average moves every day. I still didn't get it. Deviates. How much deviates yeah. from, from an average. Yeah. So you have an average and then it deviates. And the average is the price of the alt versus right. Bitcoin. So it's the volatility versus Bitcoin. It's not volatility yep. compared to Bitcoin's volatility. Mm. There is no US dollar in there, so in, in the calculation, so Bitcoin would have a zero volatility in that case. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. okay. It's not compared to its. No. Just as an idea, down here we have the Bitcoin dollar volatility. It's against, yeah. This as well, for rotational purposes, it just helps us to, to pick out a few coins to then dig further into our rotation analysis if we see some, um, some coins popping out for whatever reason. Sometimes we can link it then to certain fundamental news or um, for example chain splits or any sort of events that happened to explain it better and, um, and also then justify certain calls to say yes we see rotation um, and we would also recommend rotating more into alts or not. Um, this is, I think actually this is, um, I've been asking you a question a few days ago, um, whether you can see that some of the alts are more stable compared to US dollar than they are compared to Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. I, I guess this would be the answer to that, right? 
Um, if you would, for example, put a put USDT in there, it would probably have a low volatility compared to US dollar as the, the rightmost column, yep. but a high volatility compared to Bitcoin. Yep. But in that case now, all of them have a higher volatility to US dollar than to Bitcoin, so they are more more clingy to Bitcoin than they are to US dollar. That's true. And I, I think probably not among the top 10 there, we see that all of them are more volatile to US dollar than to Bitcoin, but there are some of the smaller ones. I was asking you about Maker, yep. not about the stablecoin, but about the Maker token, yep. which which looks fairly um, fairly stable in dollar terms, but not mm -hmm. in different terms. Mm -hmm. There were probably different examples. Yeah, that would be something we could think of as a as an addition to have that or to um, extend the data of more coins and then look at um, at that section of it. When we scroll further down, we get to the correlation table and later on you see charts, the volatility charts and the correlation chart because the table is quite hard to read. But the top line is basically giving you an idea of how close the correlation is between the top tens to BTC. And we usually see very high correlation. It's all between 0.8 and, and, and 1. Whenever an alt season or some alt rotation is happening, the correlation drifts away. Funny enough is though, it's, it's really like in waves. It, it looks like in radio waves. It's, it drifts away and then it very, very quickly snaps back. It, it's almost like they don't feel comfortable drifting away from BTC and snap back to it. So this is quite an important table in terms of when people are calling, oh, there is, a, there is an out season coming or we, we already feel there is an out season. If I don't see it on the correlation table, I don't really believe it because then it's like BTC moves up and all the alts move up against dollars and then some of the really stupid people call it, oh, it's out season but it actually hasn't outperformed BTC at all and you can actually see it on the correlation table. They're all glued to, to BTC. Um, sometimes the crosses are quite interesting, but um, honestly, I'm not looking too much at crosses because it's, our, our report is BTC versus altcoins and not crosses versus each other. And if you scroll down, you will see the charts we were talking about. So the volatility chart, which shows the same picture, just a bit more pronounced that um, BSV is, um, is outperforming in volatility terms. And here you see the correlation chart. And these are the waves I was talking about. You, you, you just have those breakouts and few coins are starting to move. Um, sometimes this wasn't very pronounced here, only a few ones started to move out, but then here that one was much nicer and we, we, we sort of got bullish on all coins, but then it just came back very quickly. So are you trying to tell me that PSV was leading that second wave? Leading in terms of going down leading in terms of being the first one to move versus the others and then the others 
followed. Yes, <laughs> and it's quite funny because the retail guy is just looking at performance. So he sees BSV shooting up into the sky and then he makes the very um, cheap assumption oh it's out season the first coin is going and he doesn't he doesn't look at all into the the specifics why this coin is moving or is there anything special on this coin or anything fishy so then you have this hurt um, behavior and then a few coins are following and then at some point smarter guys are coming in and they all go rubbish no old season and some of these coins have moved in relative value terms far away from their comfort zone and they get pushed back it if i had um, a possibility to show this chart with the performance chart some somehow overlaid or in relation to each other then it would be even funnier to look at what happens if if a coin is moving out or, or um, performing well which coins are moving with it or which coins are actually moving against it because you don't know when the correlation moves if your coin is moving up or down you just know it moves away from what BTC does but I haven't found a, a neat way to to display it well, that would be the cross correlations that you mentioned well. yes uh, and based on based on this chart, for example, I would now expect to cross this one, just looking at the cross correlation, cross correlation between BSV and say XLF. Yeah. But that's not what the cross correlation chart sh um, shows. There, BSV XLM is actually the lowest correlation in the complete mm -hmm. chart. So it could it could be that. Um, the time also, if you don't have strong correlation at one is no a week ahead of the other. Yeah. That, that, that's, yeah. Okay, sure. So that's as as I mentioned before, that, that's quite an important one for us correlation. Just to give us a grasp of, of there is an alt season and we see moving out uh, of correlation or there isn't. So are so we expecting very soon that it converges to Bitcoin and then alt season again? Well, at the moment, this is um, the, the latest report, and then w when we go through the, the way we um, structure it, uh, our findings, we sort of um, went flattish now. We were long alt um, or overweight altcoins versus Bitcoin um, in that sort of move up here, and now we, we, we feel um, the, the power has run out, so we're, we're going completely flat. So equal BTC and altcoins at the moment. It might even go a little further and you will see that on the last indications we have. That's just um, one other indication which I think or I believe is outdated and we probably need to add more pairs or change the pair. Um, in the past um, Ether Bitcoin was sort of the the indication of um, alts um, starting to perform or starting to underperform. And that had to do with the ICOs mainly going over Ether and not really over Bitcoin. And then it gave an idea of if everyone was buying Ether, that they get prepared to participate in certain ICOs, meaning from Ether it goes then to the various tokens and they should go up in price 
probably outdated because, uh, to be honest, um, I'm missing the strong connection here and it doesn't really help me to make a better call on if it's old season or not. And then our last section is or are the MACDs and advanced decline lines. On the very top side, that doesn't mean a lot, it's just as to visualizing purpose, you have the dominance of Bitcoin on top, and then you have ranks 2 to 10 and ranks um, 11 to 50. We decided to have those two sections because if you put everything in, in one section, so rank 2 to 50, the, then you would need to do a weighting of the market cap because otherwise it's, it will distort your overall number or you will not be able to read some specifics out of the number. But here you have, you, you, you compare likes for like and, and same in the, in the lower one. And where it gets interesting is on the moving average here on Bitcoin and the various um, sections. In the glossary, uh, the formula is explained. The MACD, moving average convergence divergence, is a popular technical indicator to identify trends in the underlying strong, uh, underlying instrument. It consists of the MACD and signal line and the area shown in the background. The MACD line, which is the, the strong line, is the difference of two exponential moving averages which are defined by the first and second parameter of the indicator. The signal line, which is a thin line, is the exponential moving average of the MACD line defined by the third parameter. The area in the background illustrates the difference between the MACD and the signal line, very similar to the Ichimoku cloud. So you see if it's bullish or bearish in terms of which one is crossing the other. So it's, it's basically comparing two different time frames yes. of averaging, but where the uh, Ichimoku cloud is, is just uh, fixed 60 days with six, fixed 10 days or whatever. Well, you average, could... Mm. Um, here is exponentially decaying different rate. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of how I value them, for making calls on alt season or not is they're, they're quite high for me because it it really worked out nicely in those trends when we had almost no alt season whatsoever and everyone was running out of their alt um, positions and as i remember correctly and you can actually follow up on these reports in in april we were calling it and we were saying short alts or underweight alts versus um, BTC and yes they are slow so we will miss the first 10 20 or even 30 percent when the pop starts but we will not fall for those intermediate pops when they come back in, in 48 hours again. Again you see different patterns in those sections which I thought makes it worthwhile to have those sections so the, the 2 to 10 rank was very sort of undecided and slowly grinding um, above the, the neutral line. Where is that? Versus Bitcoin or versus Dollar? Versus Bitcoin. And here on the, on the lower ranked coins we had some, we had some pops and that was exactly a, a situation where we were unsure what to do because it didn't look like we're getting an old season, especially when looking at the 2 to 10 ranks. 
But then we had some real, really weird moving coins in March here on the on the shittier ones, and it 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 really timed it quite nicely when they started to turn. They didn't show anything, but they started to turn, and we were starting to be very cautious on um, uh, holding the altcoins um, in our portfolio. And there's actually not, not much more to, to mention. It's quite straightforward. Um, it, for, for the time being, it seems to work. So the, um, the numbers we're, we're using to plot these, these charts or, or um, calculate these charts seem to work with the, 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 the assets in it. And to have an additional insight of what is actually happening in those sectors are the advanced decline lines. And people who trade indices, they, they're familiar with it. Gives you an idea of your basket, your trading, and you see your basket is up 2%. Now you're going to drill into the basket and you want to see which assets are moving up or down or how many of your assets in that basket are up and then how many are down. And the advanced decline line will, will show you that. So the, the 0.5 line is basically when when it's there and um, your basket is um, is moving up, then you have half of your assets in the basket moving up and half is moving down. Again compared to Bitcoin. Yes, again it's all compared to Bitcoin, and it's very erratic. I I agree, but it it really gives you an idea of um, when. Um, the index is up 2% and every single asset in that index is up and makes that 2%. That gives you a much better feel of, uh, of a bullish feel uh, as if only some of the heavyweights in your index go up and the remaining goes down. So that's basically what it, what it gives you as, a, as an indication. And because it's so erratic, we um, have a smooth average line put in place which gives us um, just a, a better idea of how much in that basket is, is actually moving up or down over an extended period of time and for example in in these areas here so we have we have seen erratic moves of everything green on coin market cap and then everything red on coin market cap, and that's that's exactly what these spikes are showing. I mean, that one here was hitting zero, so that means every coin between 11 to 50 was red. Every single coin, not a single one, slightly positive, which I think are quite strong um, strong signals. And but then it went straight from one to later. Yeah, I know, but it it just. It, at the moment when you do the report, it gives you an idea of how the feel is. Is there panic? Is there um, FOMO? Is, is it just people are running in and out like, head, like headless chicken? It just gives you an idea of if you plan for several weeks or even months to rebalance your portfolio, does it make sense to rebalance now on, on, this, on this week or are you rather going slow and, um, and think about it again and look, look at it again in a week. And this line here helps me a bit to 
mm, you know, keep the ball flat and not just run like the other headless chickens around. So you would then do your rebalancing in a, in a quiet period, whether it's roughly yes. around 0.5, basically now? Yep, correct. And do you expect uh, if the Bitcoin price rises that uh, altcoins may rise uh, even more? Uh, like if, if the uh, if Bitcoin price rises? Yeah, well, the whole report is designed to give me an idea if that happens. And if I look here, this is now one of the strong ones I'm looking at. It doesn't give me the indication that when Bitcoin rises against dollar, that those coins will rise even further. They started to top out. So I'm my my feel is and from a Bitcoin perspective now as a technical analyst, I think Bitcoin dollar price goes down. So my fear is if that happens, those indicators will turn quite quickly and altcoins will out lose against Bitcoin and then we see those turning. That, that could be a few weeks away, but that, that's just my fear at the moment. And that's why I turned the overweight altcoin call from, from last week into neutral this week. Okay, so you expect that uh, if now the Bitcoin price drops a little bit, um, altcoins may drop even more? That's my fear currently, yes. And uh, what does the technical analysis say? Uh, the Bitcoin price may drop in, in the next week? The technical analysis never calls where it's going to go. It only shows us probabilities. I think the probability is that 8,300 is hard to, to get through mm -hmm. and 7,400 is the support line which is hard to, to crack. So we're in a $900 range. If either of these levels break, I expect some fireworks. Now, if we go straight up to the top, I would like to give you just an idea of um, how we structure the, the analysis. So we went through all the, the, um, the indicators I have or I'm, I'm looking at, and then I do a quick um, executive summary of, of what, I, what I feel about the indicators. I usually try to make um, a catchy sort of first line, all coin pushes push is cooling off. That's exactly what I meant with those MACDs starting to flatten out and even turn um, the other way. The advanced decline line you have seen is below 0 0.5 and uh, the purple line has never managed to, to go above 0 0.5 so there's no strength um, there. And that's what I then try just to put out in, in a few sentences. Second section is the altcoin future basis, which will be a bit more in detail why we're calling um, the rotation out of altcoins um, into Bitcoin. Um, it highlights a few changes on the weekly basis. For example, we have seen um, the, the, the Bitcoin dollar futures going from contango into backwardation and certain altcoins which still to manage to do some, um, some proper gains. And on the very um, bottom, it's either here or in this section, 
is the call where we would where we position ourselves for right now for the next week we don't do calls in between it's always from week to week that's basically it do you always have a view or are there weeks where you don't have a view um, yes if you don't have a view like um, right now we go neutral this episode was brought to you by crypto finance we are happy to receive comments and feedback email your thoughts to research at cryptofinance.ch